What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 275. On this episode, I'm joined by DBZ. Uh, we talk about the Patreon, merch shop, verification, music talk, liquor, a whole bunch more music talk, and we end a little bit on politics. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, first thing I'm going to get to here is we have a Patreon. You know what a Patreon is? A Patreon is a, well, I guess it's a website, patreon.com. Go there, you make an account, and you're like, hey, support my dreams. And then people become patrons of your Patreon, and they support your dreams. We have some of those uh, dream supporters ourselves. Um, the ones at the highest tier are my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, itchyourboyh2.com, and Jackie Daytona. They are what I say the pillars uh, upholding this podcast. Um, also, you can give just a dollar a month or more and get early access to all the podcasts if that's something you're into. We also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast with Mo for a dope a podcast with Mo t shirt. Um, so, anyway, that's what pays the bills around here. Um, I will let y'all know today, actually, your Patreon money went to a fucking Wi Fi repeater. Some shit's supposed to make the Wi-Fi better in my house because I can't get fucking Wi-Fi in this motherfucking room uh, half the time. And it's really affecting uh, the gloriousness of, of this product. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. See how it works. Um, all right. Anyway, this week we are calling uh, a new friend of the podcast. Someone um, we played him a few times on the music podcast. Goes by the name of DBZ. Uh, we'll see if that's what we call him during this. You know, most of them I don't even call people by names, really. So we'll see. And um, I think he's from Tennessee. If I had to guess, he's a big uh volunteer fan from the looks of it and um yeah anyway he's gonna give us a call and uh we'll, we'll see what we talk about probably music chances are and some other shit so uh anyway let's call him up so i did say your artist name is dbz i'm pretty sure i pronounced that correctly it doesn't seem too hard um is that what normal people call you or should we call you something else most people like my friends and stuff they just call me busy but uh like the whole DBZ thing. I don't know if it's like autocorrect or what, but it normally autocorrects people to Breezy or, or they'll call me D Breezy and I'm just like cringe. Yeah. No. The first time, <laughs> yeah, the first time I played one of your songs, uh, for whatever reason, I wrote in my notebook D Breezy because I do it by hand. So it was no autocorrect. I don't know why. It, it's, it's just a thing. I don't know. I think, I think because of C Breezy. I think that's why it's right. a thing. And you're like, no, God damn it. I'm original. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Not and everybody's that. like why don't you put a space after the period i'm like because everybody does that right i mean you gotta do your own thing you know my my artist name you know all my friends just call me mo you know no one calls me a to the mo but right uh my first name is aaron and my last name is Mosier, and so it just makes sense but i had my name was just mo forever you know on all these websites yeah and like that's the most common shit ever and i was like man i gotta do something and then i i did the a to the thing and and I like that, you know, but I do think it is important to try to get something unique. So when you someone tops your name into Google, you're what comes up. You know, that should be important. exactly. I didn't even realize all that when I when I decided my name um, and I'll, I'll kind of go through the whole name process, too. But a lot of people dude, I get asked so much about how I got verified as an independent artist, like on everywhere, like pretty much everywhere now that I actually use. And it 
it's so annoying that I explain it to them and then they get frustrated. So I'm just going to, I'm going to type out a damn step-by-step guide, sell it for nine ninety nine on Amazon. And if you want to know how I got verified buy the damn book, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that. I might as well make some money from it. But yeah, I didn't even realize that. And I tell people, if you want to be, to get verified, you do have to have like major media, but it also helps if you stand apart. Like if your name is uh, little TJ and I go to Google and I type in little TJ, there's going to be so many of them. Even if you do have a Google panel, if they don't get this spelling exactly correct, it's not going to pull it up. So even if I think I don't even, I don't know, let me get on Google real quick. I'm pretty sure if I type in like I spell D breezy, I'm pretty sure to still pull me up. Maybe. I don't know. I may be lying to you. Right. Yeah, actually, I cleaned my Google panel not too long ago. Um, so I guess I'm verified through Google, but I have not. Yeah, I've looked into it for Twitter. So I'm aware of the what you have to do with the, like uh, be mentioned by whatever outlets, you know, however many times in whatever time period. And dude, tell tell me what that process looks like, because I try to get on there just to kind of see what you had to what the requirements were, because I didn't know because I got verified before that they opened that process up. And when I clicked it, it just showed me like uh, an astronaut said, I said, yep, this is real life. You're already verified. So it wouldn't even show me. Right. It, I don't remember exactly because it's been a little while. I looked uh, a little bit after I did my Google one because I was like, oh, I didn't realize because Google's not that hard for anyone who wants to know. You just you basically got to be cool with taking a picture with your photo ID and then your. Yeah. And then screenshot that, that you're logged in to to these websites as you, you know, it's not too hard. And then um, Twitter's was more of like some a media outlet had to have an interview or news article with you, like two or three within however many months. I don't remember exactly you know, what the I think it's I'm pretty sure like I read the requirements before it before they posted like they because I don't know if you've checked it recently, because since it's been launched, but um, I'm pretty sure like when the when the whole. uh when they released the information that they was going to do it again, I think it's within six months, but I didn't know all the criteria that you needed for an artist. Right. Um, I think it's, I think it's just one to two within six months of the, the date that you're applying for verification. Unless like, I would think that if you're verified somewhere else, I'm pretty sure it would just be like, okay to post one article. If no articles, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're already verified on Instagram and one other platform, I don't see why they wouldn't just, wouldn't just do that. So I don't know. I was really excited to apply. And then uh, I was getting ready to go work out one day and I got in the car and I looked at my notifications and I had a, a email from Twitter saying, congratulations, you're verified. I was like, what? My heart started pounding, dude. It's crazy. That's the only place I've ever, I've, that's like the only platform I've ever wanted to be verified on was Twitter because it's the only one that I really use. And it was the last one to do it. I was like, well, son of a bitch. What, what is the benefits of having a verified account? Cause I'll be honest, I've never thought about it cause I didn't know what was different. You know, I just figured like, well, someday when I obviously blow up on all these beats and podcasting, uh, they'll just verify, right. them, obviously. Um, but yeah, I've never really thought <laughs> put a lot of thought into it. Uh, but does it do anything cool? Do you get like any my, benefits? My initial, um, my initial reasoning of wanting to get verified um, is because like if I was to run ads, if I was to run ads on a music video or something on Twitter, I may get some people click it and listen. I may not. But if I'm verified, they're going to at least be like, well, who is this? Right. And they're going to give it a shot. That's true. So that was my that, that was my initial reasoning because I've done that. I've seen people run ads and I just like skip it. But if somebody's verified and I've never heard of them, I'm like, well, what is this? And I actually listen. That doesn't mean I'm going to like it, but I still listen. Right. Well, it's um, like other- when a verified person adds you on Twitter. You're like, oh shit. Right. Oh shit. Follow back. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. Right. I get that. 
I just I don't want to do that. Like I thought about like just following a bunch of people to get my followers up, and I just I don't I don't really give a shit about a follower number. Everybody cares about the follower count number. Yes, it would be cool to hit 10k. I don't really give a shit um, because people. I feel like if I follow a bunch of artists when I post my music stuff, nobody fucking likes it anyways. They always like my other tweets. Nobody likes my music tweets, and I don't know if that's Twitter limiting links like Facebook does or what that is. But I feel like. Also, when I got verified, it put a target on my back because a lot of people that used to fuck with me on Twitter don't fuck with me anymore. Um, I don't know if it's for because I'm verified or what. I'm not saying that that's the reason, but it it does seem like it's happened that way since I've been verified. People don't fuck with me anymore. So um, it kind of puts a target on your back. And I feel like, you know, everybody assumes that like I'm just some stuck up asshole that thinks his shit don't stink. And that's so far from the truth. I'm probably the most like funny cutting up person you'll ever know. Like, but nobody gives me the opportunity to like talk to me or gives me a chance. They just think, oh, he's verified. He's stuck up. He's an asshole. Like, no, I'm not. Right. I'm, I really, I'm really not. I mean, honestly, I think I gave you a chance for a couple reasons. One, you're homies with CJ Jones, which is one of my good internet friends, you know, out here in these internet right. streets. Um, and you honestly, <laughs> you look kind of, you look similar to someone I grew up with. You're or like, you would have been someone I grew up with. Cause, uh, I don't know. You're, I don't know exactly like where you're from, but I would guess like smaller town, but you're in Tennessee. I'm in Oklahoma. seems like you love the volunteers. People around here fucking love the Sooners, you know, like it's a very, I don't know. I relate. Right. I'm like, Oh no, I you exactly like a guy like, and uh, people I would know, but I do think because you're kind of a muscular looking dude, looks like you care about your p- appearance more so than and the others. tattoos. And yeah, yeah I blah. think I, yeah. certain people judge that for sure. For sure. I'm not saying sure. should, I, but <laughs> right. If I was like posting pictures every day of me flexing and videos like, oh, yeah, I'm badass. Yeah. Come on. Don't who does that? That's douchey shit. Don't do that. I just the main reason and we're getting we're going to get off in a tangent clearly. But um, the main reason why I work out is for my anxiety. That's why I started a long time ago. And then I just fell in love with it. So I just kept doing it. Right. I have the same story with marijuana, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I was about to say something I just, else. I, kept doing it. I was about to say something. It was something about the verification thing. Oh, people. The reason why I don't want to follow other artists is because everybody feels like it's a competition. Like if I hear a dope song and I like it, I'm going to like it. And I may or may not retweet it, but I'm going to at least like it. And I may leave you some feedback. A lot of people don't see it like that. They see like everybody's competition. Like if I like this person's tweet or if I, if I retweet his song, then that means that, I'm not going to get ahead. No, fuck that. Stop being like that. If you're supportive of somebody and they do blow up, they'll probably throw you a fucking bone. Stop being a bitch. Well, I think what I do, and I, I haven't done it enough lately. I need to get back into it. But, you know, I feel like I just have a lot of creative juices, you know, so it's, it is hard for right. me to do something just passively without being at, like friends. Like I loved podcasts. So what I do, I made a fucking podcast. You know, I like rap music. I fucking started making rap music. Like that's just right. uh, the way, way I am. So I found that <clears throat> through making playlists, you know, like I went and made a, a handful of playlists and I was trying to get to get followers. And that was really hard, way harder than I realized. But I would at least I would hear a friend's song and I'd be like, hey, this kind of fits. And I would put it on one of those playlists, you know, and I'd it might only get right. have six followers. But that was like my way of helping out people of like, hey, I like your song and I'll do something with it. Maybe someday I can grow these playlists. But I kind of gave up because it was it was really hard. So I need to get back into it because at least then you feel like you're you're still being creative because you're creating the playlist. You know, like I just think. Right. Some people, they get hung up on um, they. Right. They don't just want to listen to someone's songs. You know, like I was it is rare for me to put someone I know songs on like my uh, go back and listen to this again playlist. But I have if it's really good. I'm like, oh, shit. This right. Is it. You know, I'm going to do it. Um, 
but I don't know. It's weird. And like, it's with my music podcast. You know, the whole thing exists because I want people to get plays. I mean, we only started it so we can make a Spotify playlist after it. And then we'll just play that all the time to get people plays. Like, I don't know. Some people got mad about that too. They're like, I don't want those plays if you're just listening overnight. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, my bad. You know, I'll take you off or whatever. It's so like everyone has their own sort of um, rules and their own barriers, you know, that they don't. They don't want it. So that's also another thing I think makes it hard in the artist world is you want to help people out or whatever. And you don't really know uh, right. what everyone's cool with. Like I've had someone um, get mad at a playlister that I've known of that because they put their songs on a playlist and they felt like it wasn't organic enough. And I just was like, man, if I didn't have to pay for a playlist and they just put my song on there, I just wouldn't complain. You know, like that's crazy to me. But right. That's just me. You know, that's not everybody. <laughs> Another thing as an independent artist that's freaking hard is it is super hard to get home or to get love from your hometown. That will be the last place you would get it. Now, with that being said, when I first started, people like they kind of like talk shit about me and rightfully so because my music was awful and it sounded like two donkeys having sex. It was pretty bad. So um, and then I started getting better and then I started I made uh, the basketball runout song for my high school. And then once I did that, people was, it was like back when this is how old I am. It was back when flip phones was cool. Everybody had ringtones. Like they made the basketball song like ringtones. Like that's when my name started generating the buzz in my hometown. And because I did that for my local high school, everybody started knowing who I was. I could like be out and like little kids would be talking to me and stuff like that. Dude, it was awesome. And then I quit doing music for about a year and a half. I moved to Florida with um, my ex. She's ignorant. Um, but I learned how to market and I learned how to do music the right way. And when I came back to Tennessee, um, which I got to get back to where I grew up to, cause I remember you mentioned that and I wanted to say something about that. But, um, when I came back to Tennessee, that's when I first signed up with DistroKid and I released my first song in 2019 with DistroKid. That was the second song that was ever distributed. The first one I did through CD baby, wish I would have never done that. But that was back in 2015. I really didn't know what I was doing. In 2019, I released my first song, and then since 2019, I've been rocking up to this point. And then, yeah, I got featured in uh, Respect Magazine, Hype Mag, uh, The Source, uh, Thrive, Citrus Rap, and then I got verified. I've been verified on Facebook since 2013, and you would think since Facebook owns Instagram, they would just cross it since, like, (laughs) if your accounts are joined, but that's not the case. Um, In 2000, I think it was 2020... I got verified on Instagram and then 2000, I think it was, I think it was late 2020. I got verified on TikTok or maybe early 2021. I want to say it's 2020. And then I got verified on Twitter um, recently. And then also Facebook verified my public profile, which is under my real name. And that's kind of weird. I was like, y'all don't have to do that. But right. Honestly, the reason it took me so long to verify my Google panel was the first time mm-hmm. I tried a few years ago. It was it basically claimed it was going to put your real name under there. It would have been like eight of the Mo, whose real name is. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> so like, I just well, refused to claim it for. A, and then the more, last time I checked, it didn't have that in there anymore. So I was like, sweet. No, it's it's not on there. I actually put my real name in my bio. And the only reason why I say that is I'm cool with people knowing my real name. And then plus, um when you do have to submit an ID for verification, if they look up your artist's name and it pulls up your real name, it's right there on your ID as well. So it's kind of like a, like a bang, bang, like a win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I just, I have family that I'm sure know I make rap music for like even my mother, <laughs> right? like my mom yeah. is aware, 
but she's hate she hated it when I was in college. Like uh, if I can go as briefly as possible in my history, I rapped barely in high school. Not even actually, I didn't even rap in high school. Not even once a little bit. Uh, me and my little cousin would like pretend like we were going to, but we never did. But then when I got to college, my very first uh, freshman year, I just uh, I started rapping in the dorms with some guys and I was I wasn't good. You know, and also I think if all of your early music sucks and if you don't think so, then you're still making your early music. And that's just right. That's just how it is. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, I can't even listen to some of my early shit. But anyway, yeah, I put in years doing that. And then I quit for like five years. And then I now because I have Facebook memory the other day. It's been five years since I've been back trying to make music again. And in the middle right. there, I try to learn how to make beats because I just felt like that was uh, the calling I had or whatever at the time. And uh, I'm glad I did. So I understand your whole like you quit and you come back or whatever. And uh, it's a whole fucking thing. Um, but yeah, so what you were saying, uh, you didn't want to forget about your Tennessee, my hometown. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say this really quick. Also, if you can't take constructive criticism, you shouldn't be doing music because not everybody's a hater. Some people actually just want to help you get better. And it took me a long time to learn that when I first started making music, I was just like, fuck you, my shit's dope. And it really wasn't. And then when I learned how to take constructive criticism and apply it, that's when I started getting better. And I really don't think that my music has got was good or has been good until 2021 right. and that's just me being honest i've been doing it for 11 years so there's that now as far as uh the hometown thing goes yeah i did grow up in a small town i'm actually from west tennessee um it's, Dyer, it's called dyersburg but or dyer county that's where i grew up i do love tennessee football my grandmother instilled that in me uh she had her whole house used to be tennessee everything and then she started dating uh some dickhead and then she had to condense it down to just the guest bathroom, but it's still dope. I make sure that when I go take shits, I shit in that bathroom because it's that badass. Um, Hell yeah. But no. Yeah, yeah. that's that's where I'm from. From a small town in West Tennessee. It's gotten a lot bigger since since then. But Oh yeah, mine's yeah. opposite. Mine was a small town that's gotten smaller. And <laughs> so it's like, ooh, oh, shit. we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> uh, I don't live there anymore. Um I live like two hours away, but my parents uh, just called me before we started here and they built a liquor store. So they're going to try to own and run this liquor store and uh, I'm real excited for them, you know? So, we'll Oh see. shit. That's dope. Yeah. That, that's going to be like, that's going to make some money for sure. Especially if it's that small of a town, right? Small town. The Nobody other has- they have is uh, a type that, you know, so I'm on a college town now, right? So like I go, Right. Uh, we have a lot of liquor stores, you know, like they're all over the place, or whatever. And every place has a drive through where I'm at too. Like just all the stores in general, it, they fucking love them. But uh, the liquor store in my hometown, it's like you walk in and it's just this little, I mean, probably uh, 10 foot by six foot. That's it. And there's mm-hmm. like just a counter and then the liquor's behind the counter. And they're like, what do you want? And like that, that's what it is. So like when my parents are building this, I was like, you need like a real liquor store. Like people can walk around and look at what they want. Like, I feel like you're going right. to, you'll destroy this other liquor store. That's my, my hope. And if it, if it's a small town, like you say it is, then nobody, they have nothing to do but to watch football on Saturdays. I and mean, it's not football season and they're watching football and getting drunk. They're going to be not watching football and getting drunk. So your parents are opening a, a very profitable business. And my parents aren't drinkers. I think that's the fun part about this. So like they don't have to worry. That's the about, kicker. They don't have to worry about like drinking out their stash or whatever, you know, like they're not right. Those type of people. So, um, yeah, that's their, they my mom, right before we talked, she called and she was all excited. She's like, we passed the inspection the first time that doesn't happen normally. And I was like, hell yeah, good job. Speaking of drinking, what, what's your, what's your, uh, not alcohol, but your liquor of choice. Um, gotta know. Let's see these days. Like if I'm going to be going to somewhere and I'm drinking, I'm going to order an LIT. 
that's my go-to probably. Now, if you're just saying like, I have to drink something, I'm going to drink a whiskey. Uh, my go-to cheap, cheap whiskey these days will be Southern Comfort because uh, it's a little smooth and whatever. But yeah, in general, I kind of like whiskey. It's probably my go-to. My fiance is a whiskey person. She's got to, she's got to school me on that. I'm a tequila guy. I like tequila. I used to drink straight. Like I used to like live, but live and die by Patron. Like that was the best one, well, but it is the best one. Um, so yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm going to get to that. Um, so, uh, I had to do a lot of research on my tequila, but I learned that a lot of people don't like tequila because if it's not 100% de agave, like straight, like de agave nectar, it's half tequila and half vodka. And that's why people get so messed up on it and they don't like it. So you got to make sure the tequila is 100% de agave. Um, but I followed the rock on Instagram and then he came out with his own tequila called Terramana. And I was like, dude, it's the rock. I'm going to at least try it. And I went and bought it. And it's like $32, like $31 for the biggest bottle. The smoothest tequila I've ever had in my life. I would never drink Patron again. I can literally drink Terramana straight out the bottle and not make a face. All right. Well, I'll pass the word on to my parents. Tell them that's what we need. <laughs> I need to get their story. Te- yes. Definitely tell them to get Terramana because every time I go to the liquor store, not every time, but most of the times I go to the liquor store to like to get a bottle because I don't drink all the time, but I like to keep a bottle of it. Um, when I go to pick some up, at least 80% of the time they're sold out. Right. I know. So, the, 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 I haven't drank tequila in a long time. Um, I was in a fraternity in college and uh, there were two families at the time. There used to be a lot more, but it had shrunk and we were down to just two. And I was in a family called mm-hmm. White Chocolate. Uh, which was very fitting for me. And uh, mm-hmm. our family drink was Jack Daniels. And so I, I like Jack too. a lot of Jack Daniels, but the other family's drink was 1800. And I would be like, I couldn't join your family just off that. I don't want to drink that no. shit. So that shit's awful. I don't like that. I'm a, I'm a very, very strong tequila advocate and I do not fuck with 1800. It is awful. But then that's just me being, that's just, that's my biased opinion. But I also, I've tried a lot of tequilas. Um, Tito's is ass as well. Uh, don't drink that shit. Um, but yeah, and if you drink, and by the way, I drink clear tequila. I don't drink the dark tequila. The only time I use that is if I'm making mixed drinks. If I'm just taking shots, it's clear. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Typically, like I, my go to, uh, we used to do it uh, on the music podcast, and then uh, we started kind of getting a little too drunk for, for them. So now we just smoke a lot. Um, but we used to do LITs, and there's this, uh, I, I wish I knew the fucking brand, but you can just get this big ass bottle. That's all the liquors already mixed together of just the liquor side. And it looks like a spring break label. You know, it's like neon fucking letters. Yeah. And uh, it just says Long Island iced tea. And you take that and you mix a third of that in a drink, a third sweet and sour and a third Coke. And it's delicious. And yeah, I just drink those all night, you know, so. Sounds good. That's that's my key to drink. But also, I don't understand these people that are like. I like an IPA because it tastes fucking gross. You know, like I'm like, I just I never want to drink gross shit. Like I was always the guy because I don't drink a whole lot these days. But like when I did, I was like, yeah, let's throw some pineapple juice in that shit. Let's uh, let's make it taste good. You know, I'm like, not against yeah, that. Like fucking gummy candy, like fuck it up. Like IPAs, I tried them because I, I never had tried them. I was like, I at least got to at least try them so I can give my honest feedback on it. So I tried them and I don't fucking like them. Um, now, I will say that if. It may be in your area. If Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA makes it this way, I'm 100% trying it just because it's fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, and right. you can't not at least try it. So, I mean, he's I like just, uh, probably the... F- I've, I've had this argument. You know, I, I grew up loving wrestling. I don't really love it you know, these days, but... Um, no, me either. I... It's hard to say Hulk Hogan's not the greatest ever because of everything he was. You know, he was the legend and all that. 
But Stone Cold's like right there. Like he was so yeah, fucking entertaining when I was a kid. Hulk Hogan, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Stone Cold's the fucking shit. It that he's the guy. It was him and The Rock. Like let's not bullshit. Right. The Attitude Era. That was it. That's when I watched wrestling. That's when it was the shit. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's the bottom line. I mean, I and you know why? You. <laughs> right. And I agree because I remember going back and forth between the channels. You know, I was definitely in that a, that a kid in that time. Right. But Hulk Hogan, he had just has the longevity. You know, he has the right, Tom right. Brady career, if you will. He has like the early yellow and red, and then he comes back with NWO, and you're like, oh my god, he's be- he's a better villain than he was a fucking uh, you know, the hero or whatever. And, then, and that's what they call it. They they call it turning heel whenever the right. good guy turns into the bad guy. So yeah, I, dude, I, I'm not saying anything about Hulk Hogan. I love him, but just like my personal favorite. Yeah. It's Stone Cold. He was like so entertaining. Like, like Stone Cold outside of the ring has is the best. You know, like his little fucking videos. He'd like go to the hospital or meet someone outside the arena and beat him up in a limo. Shit like that. Like that was always the best. The fucking beer truck driving it down and hosing everybody with beer. That was fucking great. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to touch on wrestling for a moment. <laughs> um, yeah. You mentioned before we got into like where you're from and stuff, uh, people taking criticism. I will say because... <laughs> You know, as as someone who is creative, you know, and I, I take criticism as good as anyone else. But I do think something that I struggle with, you know, because I think we all have our struggles. Right. It's like I don't. Sometimes people want to, like, get, just give their opinion. And I'm like, well, I don't care. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, OK, you would prefer that. But like, unless you're like, hey, I, I need feedback that's like can tell me what I need to do in the mix. Or there's a or there's I, a difference. Yeah, yeah there's like, a complete difference between an opinion of your song or whatever and then criticism that can make it better in what they are hearing that's that could be done better right. or that you're lacking. For instance, like uh, Lil Baby is like the biggest rapper in America or something, right? And I've, I'll be honest, I've mm-hmm. listened to maybe like a couple songs here or there. I'm not familiar with his music. And if I listened to it, I would probably not be a huge fan or else I'd probably already know of it, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not really a fan. But I wouldn't be able... I wouldn't tell him like that's bad. Like if he was like hitting me on the DMs, it wasn't famous, and he was like, "What do you think of this?" It'd be like, "Well, that's just not my type of music." But I get, it. I mean, it's a mix, fucking great, or whatever you know, whatever the issue would be, or the thing. But like, I wouldn't say anything, but I could still be like, right. "It's not my." This isn't what I listen to, and so I do think sometimes when I get people feedback, I try to stick to like, "Hey, I heard a weird breath mark here," or "I heard I think you can mix it like this," or take out some of the low end, you know, just. I try to give like, I don't know, real fucking feedback that I would do if I was mixing it or if I was you right. know, in that project file. But then when people want to press you of like, yeah, but do you like it? And I'm like, God damn it. Why do you have to ask me these things? Because like, I don't want to lie. I, for whatever reason, have this weird aversion to lying. I guess I grew up, you know, religious. And so I just, for whatever reason, don't like doing it. And uh, I'm like, I don't want to. I just like, it's just not my thing. And even when on my music podcast, I get feedback. There's plenty of time that I'm like, it's a good song. I just don't think I would listen to it regularly and i also don't think anyone should take that in a bad way because there's plenty of very successful musicians i don't listen to you know right like I, I don't know it's and people get very very offended <laughs> and i had stuff. i literally they do i literally had this this conversation the other day about little literally little baby somebody was like do you think it's good i'm like i don't like how he flows i don't like his flow i just don't like how it sometimes don't rhyme and isn't always on beat and everybody just eats it up and I got fucking crucified for it. I'm like, you fucking asked me and I gave you my opinion. Just because you like his flow doesn't mean I have to like his flow. I grew up in a different era of rap music. And it's like, there's there's one song that um, he recently did that's on that DJ Khaled album that I didn't like to begin with. 
And I still don't think like he's the best on it. Little Dirk saved it, but it's a, it's on a Take Heath beat, and it's fucking amazing. Like it gets me pumped when it comes on my headphones. So I still listen to it, but I just don't. When I, I if I wasn't the type of person that give one song multiple chances to appeal to me, if I would just heard it one time, I probably would have never listened to it again. Right. Let me. What did, what's that song called? I know I've listened to it because I listened to that whole album uh, one time through. So I'm, <laughs> I just don't know. Every chance I get, that every chance I get, that fucking beat is banging. I feel like his earlier stuff, like that got him to that point, wasn't like that. And that's okay to be yourself, 100% okay to be yourself. I just don't like that lazy, slurred, not necessarily a mumble rapper because I understand everything he's saying, but it just sounds like, he drank four cups of lean and then recorded the song. Right. And I mean, for me personally, I thought that wouldn't be what I, cause I actually kind of enjoy a good lazy flow from time to time, depending on the song. But to me, it's the content, you know, it'll be like the lyrics. Right. And I, I, I couldn't hear, you know, make those out perfectly, Same. but it would be like, I went to the store and then I opened my front door and then I continue to walk into the store. I'm like, what the fuck are we rapping about? Like, I don't know. ABCs and I, ABC rappers. Right. And I get that. Like, it doesn't matter because the beats are so good that no one right. is listening. But like me, when I'm writing a song, I put a great deal of thought into the lyrics and maybe Dude, people me like, too. or like, I can't tell or whatever. But like to me, I'm like, uh, you know, I, for instance, like I've sent songs in to review things that have, uh, and I don't listen to a lot of times when I do that, uh, you know, but I had someone send a song in and they told me like, hey, they hate it on your song or on your verse because I said, catch me outside like Dr. Phil. And this person was like, that doesn't make any sense. And then I got offended or got mad because I'm like, what? You don't know that the catch me outside girl was on Dr. Phil. Like, that's the whole like, that's how she got fame, you know? And so I yeah. get, I do get weird when I'm like, how can you not understand it? But then you just got to remember like, well, that they're uh, uncultured. Right. <laughs> they just don't know. They just don't know. You know, like uh, I make I'm sure you do, too. I'll make some sports references and I'm like. People that don't watch sports won't get this. And I make video game references and I'm like, people that don't play video games won't get this. Uh, yep. But that's like, I'm but if little. If, if Lil Wayne would have said, catch me outside, like Dr. Phil, everybody would be like, oh, that was the hardest shit. Right. And, and they, have, Wayne, they have no fucking clue what it means. Lil Wayne is easily my biggest influence. Um, you know, if, if anyone's ever like, hey, your flow reminds me of something, that's typically what they say. And, um, you know, I'm going to go back to it, even though I'm totally hung up on it, except for, I think two weeks in a row now. Uh, but a, a friend of the podcast who calls in named CLNY, uh, she's a rapper. She was kind of hating on Lil Wayne a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's not my favorite rapper ever. And at the time, she was just like, and I kind of agree that he doesn't have very many memorable songs. You know, like they don't necessarily like last the test of time. But I still find myself going back listening to a lot of Lil Wayne and I just fucking love it, you know. And then, um, if, but if someone says that's not for them, I'm not. I don't, I don't hate them for it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, like he has millions of fans. Like he doesn't need another one. It's, right. Um, you know what little Wayne song could come on at any club and maybe not like the newer generation. And they may know what it is. They might not know it's nuts, but if it came on, everybody would lose their shit. There's a few of them. So, I go DJ would be number one. And then, uh, I mean, he's just a feature, but back that ass up. I mean, he invented drop it like it's hot. People fucking, he invented bling bling. Lil Wayne's invented so many yep. fucking phrases. If if it was just going like off the beat at the beat drop, it would be lollipop. Yeah, I'd say lollipop's also great. That's when he blew yep. up to like uh it sounds raised, but like to white people, you know, like like my friends yeah. that didn't listen to Lil Wayne when Lollipop dropped, like everyone now knew who right. Lil Wayne was. He was a uh, that song was fucking huge. 
I've just been a lot. Yeah, I've been a lot of places and like that. Do 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 do. Comes on, everybody's like loses their shit, and I'm like, damn, here we go. Right, and it might be because I was in college when that song was uh popular. That like it just even more like. Right. I'm also like when people want to hate on Soldier Boy, I'm like, did y'all not live through the crank that Soldier Boy era? Because I was a freshman in college. And I will tell right. you, uh, it was, he was the first rapper to crank that. <laughs> he was a big fucking deal. <laughs> and I remember I was on SoundClick like a few months after he blew up. And I guess that's where he started. And the forums were all about like, can y'all believe this fucking shitty rapper that no one would do collabs with blew up? Like, it was so funny. Like all these people were pissed at him even then because he blew up, you know, like. And that's the thing that goes back to what we were saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. The people, people will hate you. People will hate you. Like. But smile in your face, but let something big happen to you, like not even just verification, but like something major happen. People they used to talk to will fucking spite you because it's not them. Yeah, this very true. Very true. I mean, and it's hard. Like, uh, you know, I have friends uh, that I'm friends with on Twitter that like they'll get like a huge placement with like an artist that I think is really good. And I'm like, you know, there is a, a brief moment you're like, oh, I wish that was me. But then I'm very quickly like it could be. It could happen. Right. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't someone else is doing something successful unless they're an asshole going to do something to, like, prevent you from in the future. But like, in general, that doesn't affect. That's and that's literally how the universe works. Like, you can't shit on somebody for getting something that you didn't get when you had the same opportunities that they have. Like, be happy for them. And that opportunity later might present itself to you in a different form. Like, just be happy for, for people like, damn, we're all doing the same thing. We're all grinding like. What's the point in not supporting somebody else? It's not going to take any food out of your mouth, literally. And it goes back to what I said earlier. Literally, it could actually put food into your mouth because you did support them. And when they blow up, they may throw you a bone. Right. I mean, uh, I think about, you know, all this stuff all the time. Like, I'm sure you do because we're artists. And uh, and also, I kind of hate the term artist. But because I am a rapper and I make beats uh, and I attempt to sing every once in a while, but I cannot. You're very good at singing. I'm very bad at singing. Um, but I saw I will it. say very good. I will say I thank you for that. I will say very good, dude. It took a lot of practice. Like I sing in my truck all the damn time, like top of my lungs. I probably sound like ass, but that's like the only way to to run to to like make yourself faster. Like in the, let's just say athletic terms, if you want to sprint, if you want to get faster at running, the only way to do that is to run as fast as you can every single time that you run, and eventually you're going to get faster. And if you want to sing sing as bad as you possibly have to at the top of your lungs and eventually your vocal cords are just gonna i don't know it's weird that because i used to sound terrible right no and like i just started right. All, i just started doing vocal warm-ups yeah and, and then see this goes back to some criticism that i gave somebody which made them unfollow me um it was about singing and i was just like hey one take is not the best for singing when i record i always record I dub my stuff. So the first take that I do is not as good as the third one that I do. And when I do that, I realize the second and third was pretty good. So I go back and I'll re-record the first one and it makes them all sound good. And then from that point, if you know how to harmonize, if you can harmonize certain things, that's what takes things over the top and makes things sound really great. Right. I'm still trying to learn some harmonizing. You know, I'll do a little backing vocals of myself being crazy, but I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't quite have it down yet. Right. And I need to, me a fuck around with more auto tunes. I just recently downloaded some plugins because I, I'm just not that type of rapper that needs auto tune. Typically, you know, it's not my. I can style. give you, dude. I can give you plenty of tips. Like, I use auto tune. I have the new auto tune uh, EFX Plus, 
Uh, they sent it to me to do a review video for them. So nice. I got that for the free. And uh, on the low, off the record, I know of a website where you can find a lot of stuff free. Um, I didn't say that. Anyways, um, yeah, so I use the auto-tune, but I don't use it in a way that makes me sound like T-Pain. There are different ways to use auto-tune. Right. Exactly. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that 90, I would say it, if, if I'm going to be modest, I would say at least 95% of artists, no matter what genre it is, especially if they're singing, they've got some type of um, pitch correction on it. And people think the auto-tune makes you sing better, and it really doesn't. If you can't hit the correct key, you're going to sound like ass. It fixes your pitch for that key. If you can't sing in key, it's not going to be good. Right. But the way I turn my settings down, I turn it down. Um, I turn my retune speed down to like 25, and I put my – um. Hum- it's called humanize online. Mm-hmm. I turn it up to a hundred to make sure that it's only catching the things that might be a little off. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. I, I had the uh, original like Anteras auto tune five, maybe back in the day before I done my five year hiatus of quitting music. And I would just love to turn it up and do T pain shit. You know I mean? That was the era. And, and like, sometimes, oh, so sometimes it works. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it works. It's what the song calls for. Like not every song's going to be the same. So, well, as I've gotten more into production, uh, you know, because it, it's just like singing, you know, I do know I need to sing more. Like that's a big part of it. Like I need to download a few of my favorite songs and just sing all the time and, and you will work out your vocal cords. Um, but the same with producing, like as you produce or make beats or do whatever mix, you just, you're learning cause you're trying random shit. Like there's so many times I do weird shit and then someone gets it back and they're like, how did you make that effect? And I'm like, I don't even know, man. I just started layering shit <laughs> and like, uh, it just happened and I'm going to leave it cause fuck it. Why not? You know? And, uh, right. you know, and then something kind of touched on just overall, what we've been talking about on music uh, that just floated in my mind is that I also try to keep in mind where we're talking like people like blowing up or, you know, don't like certain sounds, things like that. Like, <sighs> I'm pretty decent at copying a little Wayne type flow, right? Like I can do that. And I, some people right. be like, you should. And I, I just am really trying to find the me sound, right? Or like do, and I do different sounds, I guess on different songs or whatever, but like, I'm never trying to like chase something. I'm just trying to create what like is kind of coming natural to me, you know, and Bro. Like is authentic because I don't think, I think you're wasting your time trying to be like, Ooh, this song, I'm going to say drip, 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 drip. And you're like about something like, and you're not that person, right? Like, I just don't. Right. I, I don't know how to word that to people. I'm like, just, that's not you, man. Like find what you are and try to make that's, that, you know, that's exactly what I did. Like if you, I'm just trying to find, like, if you listen to my songs recently, they're, they're like, they're so totally different They're And then if you go back and listen to my discography, how do you say that damn word? Fuck it. Um, (laughs) Yes. If you go back and you listen to that word, um, songs are like kind of everywhere. They're just kind of everybody's like, you need to find your lane and stay in it. I'm like, you need to find your lane and shut the fuck up and I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm just trying to still trying to find myself. Like when I come out with um, Slow Down and then I come out with I Said Bay and then I did uh, Living for the Weekend. Those are those three are all type. They're like. They're like the same, the same vibe, the same style. And I didn't even know that I had that in me. I recorded slow down and I played the hook for my girlfriend and I thought it was ass. And I say my girlfriend, I, it's so weird. I have to say my fiance now. It's weird. Yeah. I haven't gotten used to that, but and I played it for her. She's like, Oh my God, if you do not release that, I'm going to kick your ass. I was like, okay. So I released it. Um, and then I got like overwhelming feedback from it. everybody that's listened to my own music, like from back home. 
um, they started listening to my music again. It's like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is dope. Um, and I was like, okay, well, then I recorded, I said, Bay, and I had the, actually I recorded, I said, Bay before I recorded slow down and I had that sitting, um, on the back burner. And then when slow down took off, I was like, okay, well I'm releasing, I said, Bay, and I released it. And then, um, before releasing that, I recorded living for the weekend. So I've got a couple more that that's recorded. That's just not finished. That's in that style. I just haven't got around to finishing them, but yeah, dude, you got to find your style. And I don't, I don't know that I have one style now. Like I'm, I love to like to do my rap, like my straightforward in your face rap, but also like doing the stuff that I've been releasing recently. So. Right. And I, I remember, know. uh, I said, Bay, I like that one a lot. Um, and I was like, oh man, this is really good. And this is a perfect example. And then the other one you said, I live for the weekend. We can play either one of those at the end of this, by the way. But that one, it is good. But when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to this one a lot. Right. Know? Whereas in I said Bay, I mean, I was like, oh, this is my shit. You know, and it's nothing against you. It is just like, for whatever reason, something about the creation of the song, you're like immediately the, you know, the beat or whatever it is just kind of hits you. And you're like, oh, that's my shit. Right something. Now. It's going to hit somebody. Right. Everybody's different. It's going to hit somebody different. So like, I immediately I knew when you when you played Living for the Weekend, I immediately knew that it wasn't a song that you would just like gravitate gravitate to based on your feedback that I got from um I said Bay. And I was totally okay with that. I'm I'm cool with that. Um now Living for the Weekend is like the when I really slowed down and I said Bay, like the people that like that are totally different from the people that actually hit me up about Living for the Weekend. Um I actually had this dude from back home. And uh, I'm not saying no names, but he's like the main guy on the east side, like he's gang banging. Um, as thug as it gets, he hit me up. He's like, bro, living for the weekend is my shit. He's like, and if anybody, he's like, I was listening to it in the car. He 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 sent me a Snapchat. He just took the car and dude was like, what the fuck is this? He looked at him and said, bro, shut up. You're going to listen to this shit. <laughs> I was right. like, damn. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. And you, you just never know. I mean, and, and even like for my podcast, that's why I don't, we don't give a whole lot of feedback really one way or the other, unless there's a mixing thing I think I can legitimately help with then I normally say that, but I don't try to like, I don't know. I don't try to be too crazy about it. Um, right. But it's like, it isn't really about me or skinny skinny loves everything that we play. <clears throat> and then, you know, snappy's typically our third or whoever. It's not really about what they like. It's the other people listening. Like hopefully someone hears it and then they're like, Oh, I like that shit. I'm going to go find it and put it on a playlist or whatever. You know, like we have graveyard entertainment. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not, but they're the homies. Yeah. And if, my uh, couple of my songs have done really well on their playlist. Right. And I'm not saying it's from us, but like they could have been. They listened to the podcast and they were like, oh, that's cool. They went and found it. You know, and like that's kind of the goal uh, of these sort of things. It's not for me or whoever is the reviewer to be God and be like, this isn't worthy of whatever they think. In my opinion, I think the goal should be you're making basically what a radio show used to be like here's the music and y'all can decide what you, what you like. I don't know. That's how I approach it anyway. Right. And Cause there's plenty of songs I've played that I don't like or whatever, you know, they're not my thing, but like, that's not, it's not just about what I like. I don't know. That's not the purpose of it. Right. Well, how about this? You said something about playing a song at the end of this. How about I let you play the exclusive of internet tough before it actually drops. Perfect. How about that? that? I'm about to email it to you right now. So, uh, but what day does it drop? Um, I have been drinking um health water called Lud Bite, and I forgot. So let me go look. Okay, this will That's come out joke. Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> so I just okay. I didn't know if uh, 
this what was coming out first basically 24th i believe so okay. yeah it's an exclusive hell yeah for sure world premiere shit and then that feature had a feature on it who was the feature jay gray okay yeah i've heard him on a couple cj jones songs i feel like uh, that's who introduced me to him and he is fucking dope like um nothing against anybody else at all but that is the first person i've featured on one of my songs since like 2013 right and honestly it's a perfect one to bring up because uh our best of episode that comes out two days after this episode we're now recording comes out um a cj jones song featuring jay gray is actually on it on the episode and my first and i actually said how like i loved his lazy flow you know and like it's a perfect example like he has a lazy flow but it's not the same way that you were talking about earlier of a lazy like i know he had it but he does like right it's a different it's a different style he actually he killed this verse like and that's the like man i'm really picky about about just artists in general like if i didn't think he was dope i would not have put him on my song i gotta figure out which one of these is the actual song that i think because i got my desktop i've got internet tough master internet tough low mix down internet tough mix down. <laughs> i don't know which one it is yeah something um, i do that i think uh would shock a lot of people is i don't I don't do multiple versions of mixes like that. Like, I know that's a very common internet thing. You know, you'll see people make the jokes about it, but I just, I'm like, fuck it. The newest one's the newest one. And I just scrap all the old shit. And if sometimes I fuck up, I go too far. I'm like, well, I fucked up. I don't know. And I know that's not a good way to do it, but I do. (laughs) I need to scrap it. But the reason why I don't is because once I get everything mixed down, like vocals, like with all the effects and everything that I need to put on it. Um, and by the way, I'm not tooting my own horn, but you cannot tell that me and him recorded in two separate places. It is fucking phenomenal. But um, I mix it down and I save it as mixed down and I save it at negative six dB. I turn it down negative six dB to give it room for mastering because I have isotopes. Um, what is that? I can't remember what that is. Isotopes. Elements, maybe. Master. It's the no. I know they get they send me an email about it all the time, but I never buy it. But I know I need it. It, it might be elements. I don't know. You don't need to buy it. I'm telling you, I've got. I'm going to send you a DM after this. Is all I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, so I, I export negative sixty B, so that way when I bring it into my mastering program, um, which by the way, my vocal mixing in my mastering program, their uh, artificial intelligence. So what it does is you just hit the space bar and you let it play and it tells you what you think it needs to do based on the settings that you gave it. And then you can go in and tweak it. It makes life so freaking easy. Like I, I used to do everything individually by myself from the from the jump, but it takes so long. Like It makes it so much quicker if you do this, like if you're doing multiple songs a day or even if you're just doing one a day and you want to get on with the rest of your day. Like you hit the space bar, you let it play. It tells you what it thinks it should do. And like 98% of the time it's right. And then you can make tweaks based off how you want it to sound from there. And then once I mix it down, I bring it into the mastering program. Same thing. Tell it what I want it to sound, where I want the DB level to end up at. I hit the space bar. It analyzes it, and it does it for me. Then I can go back and tweak shit. And it's freaking beautiful. And then I normally add a stereo widener on most of my stuff. And then that's it. Well, hell yeah. I know. I have, like, I feel like my chain's, like, uh, like my mixing chain and all that is probably not professional or people look at me like, what the fuck's going on? But all I know is as I keep going, more and more people are like, Hey, that's mixed really well. And I'm like, thanks man. I don't right. know what the fuck I'm doing, but slowly, slowly it's getting better. So 
I used to do chains, and the reason why I got away from that is because I would mix all of my songs the same way. Right. And oh, I don't say I realize that I, I rebuild one for every song. Like I don't say right. presets. I'm just like fuck it. Restarting. See, I got to the point where I was like that, and I would just save different chains based on different feels, and then tweak it. But ever since I got this AI program, dude, it's like, why do I have? I don't need that anymore. Right. Um, and it also, without having chains, like it, because I have Isotopes Nectar Three, and it has everything that you need and one. And instead of having the chain out, which is super hard on your computer and processing, like I just apply it to the main vocal, and it's done. And right. then uh, export it at native 60B, like I said, and then just master it. It's dope. I just sent you that email, by the way. So whenever yep. you get ready to play that, the end will do that. Yep. Um, and since we're talking about random plugins, something that uh, another homie of the podcast, Omniscient Art, he hit me up the other day. was like, hey, download this. And um, it was a new plugin. I remember who it was about, but it was, it's called Free Air. And it was just a fresh air or fresh air. That's it. And it's just a saturation plugin. And it was, it's great. Yep. I've only used it a few times since I've gotten it, but yeah, I, I like it a lot. Super dope. And I normally get the that, moment. So. Right. I normally put that like when I mix down my vocals, like when I mix down like my vocals as a whole from the main verse, the ins and outs, the ad libs, I always mix those down into one file, a wave file. Then I'll bring them back in. And once I bring them back in, I'll add a stereo widener to them. And then I'll add fresh air. And then, um, when I'm, when I'm, so it's just that vocal, my hook and my verses are totally separate. I will add a vocal chain onto those and it'll, I'll add relay to the main beat. And then I'll add uh, open uh, Nectar 3 again. And then I'll hit remask. And what that does is whatever frequency that vocal hits, it'll drop that frequency in the beat. So that way your vocal and your beat aren't fighting for the same space and it doesn't sound muddy. Nice. It is a fucking lifesaver. Um, it helps so much, especially recording over, over MP3s. And I have a lot of people say, dude, did you, you record on track outs? I'm like, nope. And that's the reason why, because it cuts out that space for me. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, after that, after I do the, the, um, the stereo widener to the vocals, I do it to the fresh air to the vocals. I do the relay and you cut out that frequency. Then I mix it, I mix it down at negative six, bring it in. I normally add just that stereo widener on it after it's mastered and do this. It's golden. Well, hell yeah. So there you go, everyone listening. There's all your tips, tricks, and secrets. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of... St- I, and that's the thing. Like, I don't mind sharing that with people. Like, it's... I wish I would have had somebody share that with me when I first started. Right. I mean, I remember when I first uh, started recording, you know, I've always recorded myself and never had good equipment. The one thing I regret more than anything is that back when I first had my little run, not that I was good again, you know, it was shitty, but I was recording on a shitty USB microphone. I didn't really know how to mix. It was in Cool Edit Pro, which is why I kept going until I'm now on Adobe Audition 3 because yeah, that's what it became. And then I went from that to whatever the new Adobe Audition is. And, uh, you know, I, I would just look up on forums, like, how do you do, how do I make rap vocals and cool edit pro and then you would read a fucking whole forum about it and so you would write down at least i did i wrote down this notebook like all right we need to turn this to this but i don't remember any of that now i just over the years the accumulated right that's i did the same thing yeah you get on you're like oh first thing i'm gonna do is for it's like i always do a noise gate to take out some background noise but some people hate it they'll be like hey why'd you do that and i'm like i hate the sound of air like i hate it. you've got to have you've got to have a noise gate like my computer's loud because of the fan. It does a lot of badass shit, so it's loud. Um, so I, I have that Nectar 3 has a noise gate on it, and it it's very straightforward. Everything is straightforward on that program and clear cut, and it makes it super easy. And a lot of people 
some people like having breaths in their song, and that's okay for some songs for certain fields. But nine times out of ten, if I'm rapping and like Jay Gray's vocals, sorry, I just burped. I've been drinking my Lud Bite. Um, uh, like Jay Gray's vocals, like I take the, I will go between each little through the whole damn vocal. I will take and I will silence each breath. I do not give a shit. I'm going to silence it because I just think it takes away from the song. Like so many times I'll be hearing. And I've heard people on Twitter like rapping, like people that I that I followed or used to follow, like they rap, and then I hear all I hear is, <gasps> like, "Bro, are you dying?" Right. Well, I'm fat, so like that's what I sound like when I rap, and I I have to at the least turn them <laughs> down. Uh, right. I mean, even if you don't silence them, which I think you should, maybe it's not always needed. Some places, it you know that they have their place in some songs. Um, as long as it's not, as long as it's not like. <gasps> Right. I think what happens is they they put a vocal rider on it. And so then the vocal rider pulls it pulls it up to be the same level as the words. Mm-hmm. And then it's super fucking loud where I'm like, no, no, turn like just turn it down to sort of where it's so low. It won't. I don't know. There's certain things to do. Um, but yeah, I, I hate my breaths personally. Like maybe the, and I always know that's a personal too. thing. But some people. Yeah, I had a guy on Internet Friends three. I took all their breaths out and they were like, no, I want them all in. And I was like, all right, I'll go back. I mean, and it worked for the song. It wasn't bad, but I just already took mine out. So I was like, well, I'll take yours out, too. So it matches. And uh, they my personal preference, like. If I'm listening to a song and it's got that, like, I can't do it. I'll just turn it. Like, I understand, like, you got to breathe and, like, the minor ones are okay. But if every time you rap, you sound like you need to take an inhaler, like, after every line, I can't do it. I can't listen to it. And um, that vocal writer thing, I don't even use one of those anymore just because of the fact that it will do that. Right. And it's it's kind of like another compressor in a way. So what I'll do is I'll just find spots that are low and I'll just highlight it and I'll raise that level up. And then inside the mix, you can't even tell that I raised it. It just sounds like it's supposed to be there. So, and it's not, normally it's not that bad if you have somebody that knows how to stay at a proper distance to the mic. So, and talking about equipment, a lot of people ask me what I use. I just got the Rode NC1A microphone. I've got the the pop, the pop filter, of course, but I've got the, the reflection shield behind it. And then I've got my studio acoustic foam um on the corner of the wall like placed in a diamond like to look decent uh because this room i have to share with my fiance now and she wanted it to look decent and then um i just face the mic towards the quarter corner of the room i have my beats by jerry headphones and i'm not biased i just had them for a long time that i used to record and then i run everything to my m audio m track to it two by two m or whatever it's called my interface, and that's what I use. It goes straight to my Adobe, straight to my computer, and I use Adobe Audition CC to to mix everything. So there's yeah. that. I I definitely need a, an equipment upgrade. Um, like what I mentioned earlier, all my early stuff, I was like, you know, I I wish I had better equipment or mix it better and all that. But I was just an idiot, right. didn't think about it. Um, but really, what got me here is I, I had a podcast, right? So I started this podcast, and me and my friend, it was named something different than, and we had two USB microphones that recorded at different speeds. And so I had to go mm-hmm. into each individual track and just keep adjusting for every time they got off track. And it, t- it would take me like eight hours to mix one podcast. Jesus. And that's how I could tell I, I was going to keep doing it because I was doing that <laughs> for whatever reason. It wasn't even good. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking working on it. And, um, so anyway, eventually I got an audio interface uh, and then it worked for a little while, but there was this high pitchness to it. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Turns out it was just broke. So I bought it off uh, Sweetwater or whatever that website is where you can buy used music instruments. So that's that's like- where I got that's where I got my stuff. Well, I got my M audio, my interface from um, 
uh guitar center so right yeah mine was an m audio one the one that had that high pitch thing so as soon as when i finally upgraded to the one i currently have which isn't it's a behringer euphoria umc 404 and the only reason i got that is because it can have four microphones so if i have four people yeah. on the podcast but i do need like a smaller better one for recording rap vocals you know and for it's like the get the, the dude, get the m audio uh they're good. They're great for podcasting. And the one I have that I'm talking on now, it's decent for both, but it's not like a good microphone. You know, I, c- I could really go for some upgrades, but I need to like sell some beats. So because you'll right. learn this now that you're you're uh, engaged or what, and maybe who knows how, you know, everyone's relationship's different. But for me, I don't feel guilty spending money I made selling beats on my music shit. Whereas in if I spent like my normal money that I have for my normal job, I'm like, oh, I kind of took like our money to, for my hobbies yeah, I, I or whatever. I feel you know? like that. <laughs> my thing is, is I hate spending money on myself anyways. Like right. <laughs> for the longest, and this is how humble I am. Y'all can take that verification check mark and run with it if you want to. But I've had one pair of jeans that I wear for like the past eight months. And my girlfriend or my fiance made me buy some more. She's like, you have got to buy another pair. And she made me buy two other pair of shoes because I have one pair of shoes that I wear every single day. Um, yeah. So. I'm not as cool as everybody thinks I, uh, right. that fair face and check marks should make you look, but I'm not. But um, yeah, about the about the interface, dude. I'm telling you, this M, M audio, the M track two by two M, just you know, you can you can plug in two instruments, you can plug in one mic. I think it has the phantom power with it. Um, it was like 140 bucks, I think, at Guitar Center. 100% worth it. It looks dope. It looks modern. Um, and the microphone and CJ Jones will back me up on this. The M audio. Not the M-Audio, damn. NT1A, the road NT1A, 100% worth it. It came with the the basket, the filter, and the mic for like 200 bucks. And it has All a right. lower, has a has a lower a lower noise profile than the Newman. Nice, yeah. CJ's had the cleanest vocals of anyone I mix for Internet Friends three. Like, right? It's that damn mic. I'm telling you. I know. And I told him, I was like, God damn it, motherfucker. I ended up, I ended up running uh, just some crazy stereo widening shit to my vocals to kind of match it. I don't even, I was doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like, how do I get it to the sound mic, like his? <laughs> that mic is fucking beautiful, dude. The best $200 I've ever spent in my life. And I was, I was looking at what, what has the lowest noise profile. That's what I went for. And then it pulled this up and I just went with it. And I literally have an Ontario's plug-in. It's a uh, a mic modulator. I can take what I record with this mic and make it sound like I recorded on a Newman. Yeah, I've it actually, just makes it more warm. I used to have that plug-in um, back before I quit, and I lost it. And I've looked for it forever. The Antares mic modulator, modulator. It's great. Uh, I miss it a lot. I'm, I'm gonna send you a DM on Twitter after this, and I'm Sweet. gonna hook you up, bro. Perfect. Um, man, there was one other thing you had mentioned and all that that I was going to try to touch on, but it does. You can uh, come back someday. It's all good. <laughs> hold on. I, I, I think, uh, what, what was, what was I saying? Some about, uh, oh, the microphone thing. Um, what I was going to mention about the microphone is I actually had money to buy a new microphone at the beginning of this year. Uh, yeah, I just had some extra money and I was like, I was going to, but instead I decided to get into crypto currency and I bought, uh, like $250 worth of, bitcoin and ethereum like half and half and then that got up to like four or five hundred dollars worth and i thought to myself i should pull it out now and go buy a cool microphone now that i've turned into that but i didn't and then the fucking everything crashed again and so now i'm like god damn it i should have pulled it out then um, <laughs> that's what happened to my microphone money as I, I was trying to hustle on the internet and um i waited or something but you know if i you just say the smart thing again, to do 
the smart thing to do on there and I haven't done it since because um you know I do have a fiance and we're about to have a baby now so I haven't done it but the smart thing to do would be to invest in that cryptocurrency and once it gets higher like let's just say it got to where it was like it was up to like five hundred dollars. You put two fifty in and you you would have made five hundred dollars on the investment. You pull out um what you invested in it or what or let's just say what either what you invested in it or what money you made and then you leave the rest in there and just let it keep building. If it crashes, oh well, you made some money at that point. Right. Excuse me. You took that out. So um it's gonna fall, it's gonna rise, it's gonna you know, it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate. So that's where I messed up. I took all my money out and I shouldn't have done it. And then after doing some research, I should have just took what I made out and kept what I invested in. Right. And my mom told me the same thing when I was explaining this all to her. She's like, why don't you just take right. out what you're already up? But I was like, because then I'll have less of a fraction of a coin. I was like, you don't get it. But I'm, I do understand in principle how it's better. But I was like, it's because it's gambling, mother. That's why. Because it's all gambling. Dude. <laughs> I fucking love this conversation. Like, I wish I could have this conversation with a lot of people. Like, not just this conversation, but be able to talk to people like this in general. They would see that I'm, like, a lot more open-minded than some people may seem. Perfect, because there's one last thing I wanted to bring up with you that you posted, like, within the last 24 hours. And then we can wrap this shit up. Uh, whereas it, or you post two things. One, you said you don't have to agree with everyone's opinion just to be their friend or something like that, which I completely yep. agree with. And then also, your love of Tucker Carlson. Now, I have... Very little knowledge, I'll be honest, of Tucker Carlson. All I know is I see people share clips from his show in which he always comes off as looking bad. But those are also selected clips that people that don't like him are sharing. So what do you like about him? I don't I wouldn't say I love him. I just it's I just think that because I'm verified, I should not be able to have an opinion. That makes sense. I I know we try to stay away from race, sex and politics. I try to keep my try to keep my nose clean of that on social media, but there's a lot of shit that's like, I don't give a shit if it was Trump doing what Biden's doing right now. Like the shit's fucked up. Like there's a lot of fucked up shit going on. So I just like the fact that he will take something that somebody said and then what they're doing now and apply that and say, okay, well, this is what you said, but this is what you're doing. I've just seen a lot. If you actually like watch his videos on YouTube, which is where I've seen some of them, he just calls out people on their bullshit. Like, okay, you said this, but how come you're doing this other thing? And if you don't think that you said this, I've got proof of it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so I like that. I like that aspect of it. Like, I don't, I didn't vote for nobody either way. And you can hate me all you want to, or anybody can hate me for that. I didn't vote for anybody. Um, cause it, it, it is what it is. Like they're going to pick the winner regardless of who whoever they want to win is going to be the winner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I vote, liber- like, I vote libertarian because I believe in the dream of the resistance. So, uh, I just want, I just want, <laughs> I just want, and I just want America to be like, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. No, I mean, without, I don't being crucified. Right. Right. I, I, I grew up around plenty of conservatives and I do now. And I don't, I don't think anyone's a bad person for who they voted for or whatever. Like, right. Um, thank I, you. 
when I was in high school, George Bush was president. And now I personally found him to be an idiot at the time. He would get up and give speeches and he would say stupid shit. So like when I was in high school, I would feel like a liberal because I didn't like George Bush because I was like, I can't believe this is our fucking president. What an idiot. You know, that was just my thought. And then I was against the war in Iraq because just for in general, my whole life, I've been like, I don't understand wasting taxpayers money in other countries. For shit that ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, I mean, you can say that's selfish right. or whatever, but that's probably why I'm so drawn to like the Libertarian Party is like, I don't get why we're sending money to any country for anything. They ain't got nothing to do with us. Like, I just don't get it. Um, so I, you know, I didn't like that. And now Obama, I thought was cool. He done a lot of campaign speeches where I'm like, hell yeah, he's going to do some cool shit. But then I learned that once he became president, he, he didn't do any of it. Now, I don't know if that was a track. He went back on a lot of that right, stuff. Right. And now, I, the argument would be because you know I'm pretty good at being devil's advocate and all this. Like the argument's gonna be that Cong- the Congress then was Republican ran and they stopped him. And they did. They bragged since then that some of those people that their most proud moment is stopping Obama from getting anything done. So like I get he was dealt a bad hand in that thing, but either way, to me, voter, I was like, well, he didn't do anything, you know. And then when Hillary and Trump ran, I personally don't. I don't like Trump. I just don't. I don't think he's genuine. You know, I think. I think that quote that came out years ago that said, if you ever want to run for president and win, he'd run as a Republican. I do think it's all a ploy. I think this was all he's a con man, in my opinion. Now, you people can love him all they want. I don't give a fuck. Um, and I do think he's funny. I think he's super entertaining. Like, I think there's some things about him that are that are really good. Um, but I also think Hillary's crazy. And I didn't I don't like that whenever maybe you could say it's a conspiracy theory or whatever. But whenever you look like all these people that have died, that were going to go to court against the Clinton foundation and shit. Now, mm-hmm. do, have I personally investigated these? Hell no. I just watched a video. So maybe I'm it's wrong, some weird shit, but it's enough for you to be like, well, hold up a motherfucking second. You know, I don't know. Like I do think it's weird. And then for people to say like, well, I, you got to vote for Hillary because it's not Trump. You got to vote for Trump because it's not Hillary. I was like, fuck that. I'm voting Gary Johnson. I hate that. It's a third. Narrative. It's a third party. And y'all people act like it can never win. And it's like it can never win because everyone just keeps saying that shit. But if no, if anyone ever like just put their nuts on the line and really I'm mean, all it is is fucking voting. What's it matter? Um, and if they get to ever get to 15 percent, they'll actually be on all the ballots and it would help them out a lot. You know, because the concert, the Democrats and Republicans are the Coke and Pepsi of this shit. Just trying to keep everybody else out. Like, that's what people do. Right. I don't know. They just ignore all that shit. So anyway, all that happens, you know, Trump, I don't think that sure he said a lot of mean shit and he said a lot of shit that I'm like, I can't believe a president said that. But I think what it showed to me as someone that wasn't a fan is that it doesn't matter who the president is. The country will keep going because the way it was built was really Congress runs the shit and Congress right. just goes slow as it fucking wants and it just keeps on going. And then, yeah, fucking Kamal Harris is probably the worst vice presidential nominee for the Democrats who are supposed to be all these, you know, very liberal people like Kamal Harris is like opposite. She's like trying to throw people in jail, crack down on all this shit. Like, it's a weird nominee. Uh, Joe Biden definitely it's seems just, like yeah. Well, I didn't like Joe Biden being a choice because, you know, someone that wasn't a fan of Trump, my re- one of my reasons was because he was so old. Like, I don't think anyone that old should be in charge. Right. Like, like, how many old people do you know that fucking suck? And you wouldn't want them making decisions. Right. And yet we're electing all these old people that fucking all, probably we all need, have dementia. And like, I just don't get it. We need a young president. I don't care who the president is. They can be fucking in a Barney suit. Every fucking speech they give, I don't give a damn. As long as they do something that's good for this country instead of like telling people. And I'm specifically talking about Joe Biden. I don't give a fuck if it pisses anybody off. Tell you everything that you want to hear, then get in office and do the complete fucking opposite. Right. And they've even come out in speeches and been like, you know, these four things that we we campaigned on. We've decided we are not covering those in the first term. Like they said, like within like the first hundred days, they were turning. You me tell you something that shit. pissed me off, bro. I got the I got the letter from Joe Biden uh, when I got my last stimulus. I finally got the letter to come in. It's like he said, 
I just sent $1,600. And with the $400 I sent in December, that, that makes good on my $2,000 promise. Okay, first of all, you wasn't president in December. That was Donald Trump. Stop trying to claim that $400 as your $2,000 promise. I don't need the money. I don't give a shit. But for you trying to claim something that somebody else did as your own to make your promise fulfilled is bullshit. Right. Well, and to me, like the thing you just said there, Kyra bought me of something else that gets under my skin. Again, I wanted to be a liberal. I just don't like the way the Democratic Party goes. I, I probably will never be a Republican because they're they're so close to like the evangelicals and stuff and that stuff just gets under my skin. So it is what it is. You know, I'll be right. a party my whole life. Uh, chances are. Uh, but like if if Joe Biden would have come out, like almost all experts agree, if he would have come out and said, you know, thank you, Donald Trump, for operation uh what was it lightning or whatever it was you know when they got the vaccines out and if he would have just said that and then been like donald trump did a great job getting this going and then moved on more trump instead of claiming it for himself more supporters would have went ahead and got the vaccine because they know donald trump's involved but instead when you're doing this it's us versus them and the vaccines on the side of democrat like it's a weird narrative both sides are doing regardless it's a pissing party it's who could piss the farthest and i think what annoys me is uh I think at least the Republicans realize it, right? Like they realize it's a pissing party and they're all for it. Whereas the Democrats try to pretend it's not. And I'm like, no, no, you're doing the same things. And that's what gets under my skin is when it's like, you're doing the same shit they're doing. And it's just, you're picking and choosing what you want to be upset about. And I don't know. I them to stop using race as a fucking bullet. Like, and let's just, let's just fucking move forward and, and do the shit that we got to do and stop trying to, to force your agenda on somebody else through your politics and shit like that. And let's just fucking do the shit and get along and actually live together because we fucking have to. Well, it's, uh, we'll end on this because I don't want to get too crazy on the race stuff because I feel like, uh, most people are cool with me on my opinions. You know, I don't say anything too crazy on here that someone's like, fuck you forever. Um, but like, You would never, ever, or at least most people, not not ever, ever, but most people aren't going to hold the sins of the father against the son, right? Like if someone fucks you over and then when you're older, you're not going to look at their son and you're not going to say like, what a piece of shit or vice versa. You're not going to see a a person and you think, well, their father must be a piece of shit because they're a piece of shit. Like, like those just we know plenty of people that that's just not how it happens. But then when it comes to race, it's like, ah, but if it's your father, 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 father did something to someone else's father's 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 father and it's like yeah but you would never do that even if like it was someone's father or grandfather but you're gonna act like ancestral little stuff so that's when i'm like i don't know i just think all you could do is be the best person you can be and i do think it's counterintuitive to spend time uh i don't know getting everyone riled up now i get there's probably like i'm in oklahoma so we have the whole tulsa uh thing you know that happened where they literally destroyed this huge black community and then the law refused to let them sue people to get justice so there is an argument to be made for that 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 maybe there should be something that happens um but i do think a blanket statement on some stuff is i don't know i just also think like anytime you're trying to put one label or one answer onto every single person you know like one thing that's really stuck out to me with any black guests i found this podcast because uh, you know, we've had quite a few over the episodes is none of them. They're not a monolith. They don't think the same way. They, they're not one thought. You know, they each have their own individual right. experiences and things. And so whenever you get on Twitter and someone's like, well, let me speak for the black race as a white girl. And you're like, what the fuck? I don't know. That's it, stupid. It's, like, it's weird. All I want to say, and we can end it with this if you want to, is I love everybody. I don't give a shit what color your skin is. Just stop using race to push your agenda. Um, but all right, man, I think it's been a good conversation. I appreciate you being on here. We'll play uh, your new song called Internet Tough featuring Jay Gray um, here at the end. So world premiere for everyone out there. Um, 
any anything else you need to announce any other projects coming out soon oh no man i'm just just working on some singles i'm probably gonna i was releasing once a week for a while but got a little bit too hectic so i'm probably just going to release once a month which gives me time to pitch to spotify um playlist just do that release once a month and just just go from there until until i have my beautiful little baby in my hands and then music will probably slow down for a little bit but right uh, we'll see where it goes all right man and uh since you're in tennessee i make some twangy ass beats so i might have to send you some twangy beats someday and be like hey what do you think of this shit because <laughs> i never know what to do with them I'm, I'm down man so all right man well peace no problem have a good day Tough. You a thug now All that keyboard banging getting rough now Feeling safe behind the screen But if you come out Really slap the shit up at you boy Say what's up now yeah. I see you in my comments and you big mad Hide behind a pic You a bitch and that's big facts Mad because I'm up It's a grind and I did that Tell them run it up I ain't done I need big bags Big facts hey. I'm running to the bank and I ain't tripping Give a fuck about what you think so you can save all your opinions I ain't threatened by your tone or your ABC This is couldn't reach up to my level with the ladder and extension Who you tripping? Who you kidding? I know you just wanna mention You won't get it, you a lame, acting like you really living It's a shame that you lied, tried to make me out the villain Keep my name out your mouth or I'ma have to hurt your feelings You ain't living out them songs with them cap-ass lyrics Half the time you off beat with them whack-ass Lyrics ain't paying out for fake streams Cause nobody will listen Consider this a warning shot Cause the next thing ain't missing Oh you internet tough You a thug now All that keyboard banging Getting rough now Feeling safe behind the screen But if you come out Really slap the shit up out you boy Say what's up now Oh, oh, oh you internet tough You a thug now All that keyboard banging Getting rough now Feeling safe behind the screen, but if you come out, really slap the shit up at you, boy. Say what's up now. I'm like, what's up? Look at me running it up. I set a pace at the table for all of my ones, and you ain't been one of them once. I see him talking, they talking, they talking a bunch. Swear I'm gonna eat it for lunch. Sleep on it, eat it for breakfast, and eat it for brunch. They gonna see when I'm done, shit a friend of me. Now I got plenty of enemies. Virtual enemies, though. Try to offend me, I write what you wrote. I'm not the thickest of skulls. I can't be bothered by none of your jokes. I ain't got no minutes now. If I got no time, then I ain't got no critics. That's perfect time when I come and I go. Never chilling, climbing the stairs, reaching the roof, cause I don't know. No ceilings, lay it back. Yeah. I'ma need me a Maybach, I'm made back. For me and all the homies from way back, I could be a real jerk or I'm laid back, but you decide that. Yeah. That's what it was. They give you internet love, turn around saying you're dumb. Y'all are just stuck, acting like internet thugs. Y'all are just internet bums, thinking you're tough. Yeah. Your internet tough. Facts. Oh, you internet tough, you a thug now All that keyboard banging, getting rough now Feeling safe behind the screen, but if you come out Really slap the shit up at you, boy, say what's up now Oh, oh, oh you internet tough, you a thug now All that keyboard banging, getting rough now Feeling safe behind the screen, but if you come out Really slap the shit up at you, boy, say what's up now